open a 5.25% annual percentage yield 15-month certificate from Royal Credit Union. Open now at rcu.org slash certificate 525. Early withdrawal penalties could reduce earnings and principal. APY accurate as of 6523. Insured by NCUA. Will the Minnesota Wild move up in this week's NHL entry draft? And who did Corey Wong draft first for the nearing crazy game of hockey charity game July 7th and 8th? We find out and answer all that and more in our new Tuesday release. As always, we're created by New Voice Studios, brought to you by Talk North, Greenbelt, Jim Beam, Livia, and Royal Credit Union. This is Season 4, Episode 181. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition. Like chanting, let's play hockey prior to the start of each game, or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company, Incorporated, Fairmont, Kentucky. Hello, everybody. What's up, Bardom Beauties? We are back on Tuesdays, you guys. We have now a Tuesday release date, not Mondays, just to allow for more relevance, just to allow my kids to come and interrupt me more frequently, probably. Uh, they are home today, Kirsten, which has me running around like a maniac. Isn't that fun? Aren't kids fun? They're so much fun, especially your kids. I love your kids. Yeah, it's easy um, to say when they're not you yours. That's true. I can always give them back once they start to annoy me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's the perk of like being like the fun aunt or the cool friend. Yeah. So I definitely love that role. Um, but no, I think your kids, when they come and interrupt the podcast, it just adds a little something, something. So I like it. I think it's I'm, funny. I'm glad it's it's entertainment for everybody else but me. Like you can't see because I think I put a pretty good poker face on. It's panic and anxiety on the inside of me. Like, please just leave. Please just <laughs> go live your life. And, you know stop invading mine but that's all right that's why we pay for daycare again no daycare today hopefully we can get through this speaking of kids kirsten the nhl draft how's that for a segue the nhl draft happening this week uh as we mentioned we want to record on mondays to release on tuesdays so we have relevant things to talk about no more looking back no more uh you know peaking in the past right now the nhl draft so i have a little bit of I don't know what to say, not beef with the NHL draft, but I think I always have to constantly remind people very, very rarely does a draft pick in the NHL go on to be an immediate impact player. It doesn't happen, right? You see it all the time in the NFL. You see it all the time in the NBA, the NHL, not the case. Now, yes, Connor Bedard is going to go in, do his thing with Chicago. Uh, it's it's going to be great. And Fantilli, probably the same type of thing in Anaheim. But beyond that, it's a it's a rare commodity, I think, to have a player that's going to make a difference. That being said, and we talked a little bit about this on Score North with Judd's hockey show. Do you think it would behoove the Minnesota Wild to move up? They've got a late pick in the first round. They've got two second rounds, um, and then they gave up a couple in between there. Do you think it behooves them? You know this draft class. You've talked about it before in past episodes, Kirsten, that this is a heavy draft class. It's a deep draft class, which is great. They're not going to be able to move up and get the first or second pick. So does it really matter? Is it going to benefit them? Do you think they are active come uh, draft time here at the end of this week? Um, My opinion on it, I think just because of the depth of this draft, I don't really see 
why they would need to move up. If you can't move up to get that number one or number two pick in Bedard, then Fantilli, arguably even the third pick, not even arguably the top, like there's just so much talent in this draft. But if you can't climb up to get one of those top three picks, I don't see a point in doing so. I think at that point, because of the depth, you'd be losing more than you're gaining. Like you're still in a good spot. And the wild too, as far as like, when we look back at, their draft his history, looking back to where they got Kirill Kaprizov when they did, that was a steal. So I think there's talented scouts in this organization, those who are making the right calls and finding the talent that maybe fall under a little bit overlooked on the radars of other teams. So unless you're getting one of those top couple of picks, which is not going to happen, I don't think I personally see a need for them to do it this year. No, I mean, I think Bill Guerin, obviously, he's always going to listen. He's always going to entertain the idea. And yes, we're aware that there's going to have to be some movement of contracts of veteran players and what have you for Bill. I mean, it's a it's a grand idea, but I also just don't see it happening. I just don't think it's completely necessary with how this class is. Um, who are some of your other favorites? I know you're big on Fantilli. Again, I think he will do well in Anaheim, assuming Anaheim takes him at number two. Um, anybody else in here? I love that there's such a strong college uh, connection in the draft. Again, I think the NCAA has done a tremendous job continuing to establish itself as a premier uh, development league. I mean, for so long, it's always been the OHL and everywhere in Canada, but the NCAA is right up there. Anybody else that you've seen uh, in particular that you really like? Yes, there's a number of kids and I've been fortunate to where I got to interview a lot of them earlier this year. Um, Adam Fantilli, I'll be buying his jersey when he goes pro uh, after his sophomore season at Michigan. It's not even a hot take. I think most people will know this. He's in it. it once the time comes to, I'm sure he'll be like, yeah, I haven't made up my mind. Once Michigan season comes to an end, he'll be going to the NHL after his sophomore season as soon as their last game's done. I don't see him staying any longer than that, um, but that's neither here nor there. But some other players that I really like, Oliver Moore, Minnesota Gophers commit. He's going to be a high pick for sure. Going in the first round, Will Smith. He's another one too. I'm just naming off all of the kids from the USNTDP. You Ryan know, but Leonard. I, I like that. I let's USA hockey it up, you know, go with, exactly. go with all the Americans. Yes. So Oliver Moore, Will Smith, Ryan Leonard, Gabe Pearl. Like those are four kids from the NTDP. There's more. Those are some that I've interviewed those guys should be on your radar, most likely going to be first round draft picks. Then when I just look around too, from other kids from the USHL, um, I th- Andrew, I think is his name, Andrew Strathman. Mm-hmm. I know Strathman's his last name, defenseman from Youngstown who won uh, the Clark cup this past year. He's going to be one that's going to be taken. I don't know if he's going to be a first rounder, but more likely like at least second rounder. Um, Will Whitelaw too, another kid from that Youngstown team. He's going to be another one that's going to be a good pick. Um, I don't remember if he was projected more first or second round from you, the central scouting, mm-hmm. but those are a few kids that I would have on your radar as you head into this year's draft. You mentioned Oliver Moore right now. He's projected to go ninth overall, a centerman out of the NTTP, as you said. Um, he's a name that I've heard floated around. Now, this is going to go cl- like against what I just said. Do you think the Minnesota Wild would entertain moving up tonight at all to get somebody like him? Again, Nate Danielson's another guy out of the WHL who's a, a top centerman projected to go 
but I love my American kids and I kind of don't hate that. I mean, what do you know about Oliver Moore and, and is he going to be a number one centerman in the, in the national hockey league? Um, I'm not confident enough to say, I think he'd be a number one overall center. Um, but definitely from what we've seen, he's going to be a talent for sure. Um, Minnesota, as far as seeing them move up in the draft to that, I don't see them being that bold in this year's draft. Um, and granted, I don't know again, if they need to, he'd be a good grab to get in this year's draft for sure. But I, I don't know if I, I really just, I have the feeling Minnesota is not really going to do anything as far as like be sneaky, make moves. I mean, you're picking at 21, which isn't a terrible position to be in. And and as we mentioned, they've got a couple second rounds as well. I mean, I just, I don't see it. I don't like the idea. Like, yes, if Chicago's like, Hey, we'll give you the number one pick for Marcus Foligno's contract. Sure. Go for it. Right. But I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh about that, but you're talking about like Connor McDavid level talent, like literally going to change the face of your franchise for like at least the next 10 years. Yeah. You're just, you're not going to get it. And again, we know how Bill Guerin treats his draft prospects and just his prospect players in general, they are going to need time to develop. He's going to let them have that time to develop, whether that be continue on in college, whether that be in their respective leagues. Like I, you're not going to see an 18 year old, no matter how much Minnesota needs it. Right. I'm sure they need those young, cheap entry level contracts without question, but there are plenty of other guys in the system that the draft is not necessarily the time, especially with the amount of talent found within this year's class. Um, you know, you're a big fan Tilly fan. And I know I am. This is gonna let's let's stir the pot. Is there any world that Adam Fantilli gets drafted ahead of Connor Bedard? No. Um, I would say if it was any other draft year, he'd be a first overall pick. Yeah. This year, I mean, it, it's a good problem to have, I guess. Like, where am I gonna get drafted? And that people know I'm gonna be a, like a key face in the franchise for years to come. When I think of this year's draft class, like I think back to the draft class that Mark Andre was a part of oh, that, that one too. But even yeah. like you talk like kind of historic, like Mark Andre Fleury, his year. You look at all of the faces that were a part of that. Um, that's kind of where my mind goes. But if it was any other year, Adam Fantilli would be a number one overall pick. Facts. I mean, very, very true. That 2003 draft class. Let's just run through the players selected in that 2003 draft class. Eric Stahl, Dustin Brown, Thomas Vanek, Ryan Getzloff, Ryan Suter, Zach Parisi, Dion Phaneuf. Uh, you said Marc-Andre Fleury, who actually fell quite a bit. Uh, Jimmy Howard, who actually went on to have a very nice career. Actually, no, I lied. Marc-Andre Fleury was first overall. I'm an idiot. Don't <laughs> listen to me entirely. I spaced. I forgot that he was. A part. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Pittsburgh. That's awesome. Brent Burns, selected by the Minnesota Wild. That worked out well. Yeah. Ryan Kessler, Anthony Stewart, Mark Stewart, Brent Seabrook, Jeff Carter. Jesus, that class. Wow. Sorry, Patrick Eves, Corey Perry. That's just the first round. Mm-hmm. Second round, you won't know any of these. Shea Weber went in the second round. Um, I know Shea Weber, former captain of the Nashville Predators, went to Montreal, I believe, in the trade for PK Subban. I know Shea Weber. I know you're you're a Nashville Predators fan. You should know Shea Weber. David Backus went in the second round. Third round. Sorry, now this is kind of fun. Danny Ehrman, shout out. He went in the third round. Ryan Petunley. 
gophers little gopher fun time to look back at at the draft i am i'm excited and anxious to see what minnesota is going to do who they are going to get um we all know that judd brackett knows his shit it's good he knows what he's doing so um it should be fun speaking of drafts we have Corey wong joining us to talk about the big uh crazy game of hockey celebrity he got to draft his team to, <coughs> excuse me to compete against oar's mark r uh robarge i just was afraid I was going to say it wrong. So I just, I thought it was Robert Roberge Roberge. I'm pretty sure it's Mark. I mean, we're team Corey anyway. Uh, so that's fine. They've been practicing it up over at Tria, which looks like a hell of a time. Again, that is happening July 7th and 8th. It is going to be so much fun. Kirsten and I will be out there moseying around, checking things out, probably doing some coverage, maybe doing some butte stuff. I'm excited for it. Kirsten. It's going to be fun. It's a great event put on by the Minnesota Wild. Lots of very household names, truly a bunch of household names that are going to be out there. So it's going to be a great event to come out to. And summer hockey. We could use a little more summer hockey. I I can't believe it's already like July then too. Like, what is that all about? I'm not ready for it. I need time to slow down a little bit. I really do. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not okay with it. I don't think, which is is terrible but i'm i'm not you know it's extra great i have been summoned for jury duty today i don't have to report on tuesday i have to report wednesday i believe if my group is called uh which means you know something's gonna happen there's gonna be this huge splash of a trade or something that's just that's how it works it's gonna happen it's gonna happen to you can you watch you get put on some like huge case that's gonna take up weeks why would you do that to me I can't. I first time. So what if it happens? Second, this is the second time that I've been summoned because the first time I had to like postpone because it was during the playoffs. And I was still so convinced that the Minnesota Wild were going to move on in the playoffs. And I was like, ah, okay. He's like, well, you can reschedule all the way up till January. I'm like, well, then I get into the season again. And I was like, ah, in June, it's the draft. And then July, it's free agency. And then August is developed. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, We'll we'll gamble. We'll hope that I was at that time in group like 48 and I was like, ah, I probably wouldn't get called anyway. But just in case this week, I'm in group 11, which I feel mm-hmm. means means it's pretty, uh, pretty close. Yeah. Your time's coming. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're making up for lost time. I don't know. You only have to do this once in your life, right? Is that the, is that the case? Uh, no, I think you can get called multiple times. <laughs> Stupid. I don't know. Not gonna, not gonna do this. I was gonna bring all my kids with me if I did get summoned. Like I don't have daycare, so what do we do here? They're gonna be honorary jurors. Exactly, exactly. Well, let's take a quick break. Jury is out on whether Team Wong or Team OAR will win at the crazy game of hockey happening July seventh and eighth with some concerts. All the good players. We'll let Corey tell us all about that. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Ready, set, summer. It is here and it is the best time of year, especially in Minnesota. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you're feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of the beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks absolutely free. You could even lose up to 20 pounds or more in those first eight weeks. I know I certainly did. I am down more than 20 pounds in just eight weeks thanks to Livia's uh, doctor recommended program. I couldn't be happier. I want you to join us today. Get those eight weeks free. Let's feel our best this summer. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Join today. Eight weeks free. Livia has been voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Find out why. Let them know. Jesse Pierce and the Bar Down Beauty sent you. 
We're back. Joining us now, the Minnesota music musical legend. That was a mouthful there. Corey Wong. Corey, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm great. I'm hanging out, getting ready for hockey practice tomorrow, right before I head out on the road. It's going to be a good one. Hopefully I don't get injured. I'm trying to be strong, agile, and smart for this hockey game coming up. I mean, let's dive into the hockey game. Fantastic charity event going on the crazy game of hockey you guys have been seeing it all over social media obviously we've been talking about it since the playoffs how excited are you for this event I mean you are you're gonna have to be on your a game Corey because you are a team captain leader this is your squad you're gonna need to beat Mark and his crew how excited yeah. are you I'm very excited not gonna be hard to meet beat Mark and his crew because I'm not gonna lie okay some great NHL players on his team and my team and alum on both a lot of non-Minnesota connections with the non-hockey players on his team. And True. on my team, there are more Minnesota people involved, which means we grew up with a little more ingrained in the hockey culture, in the thing. We were ice skating in middle school at the school. All right, so I'm not saying I'm a hero or anything out there on the ice, but those cats that grew up in Baltimore, it's not the same thing. Not the same thing. So I think as far as the non-hockey players, I've got it in the bag. What I need to do is motivate the Madonos, the Spurgeons. You know, yeah. I, I need to motivate. I need to motivate my guys to really kick it into high gear. Got a great coaching staff to help with that as well. I feel like you have the presence to where you'd be able to very easily motivate others. Maybe it's like your tone of voice. I don't know exactly what it is, but it seems like it just comes naturally to you. And what I'm about to ask you, I need you to be completely honest on when the yeah. rosters came out or maybe even before, how much practice have you put in before this game or like whether it be like just taking your practices you already had been doing to the next level? The rosters are something that I was very very involved with as was Mark with OAR. And I, my main one was I need to secure Madonna. Madonna was the reason yes. that I played hockey as a kid. I, I met Mike Madonna three, four times. I went to Stanley cup final games when he was playing in town. I, he's the reason I was playing hockey as a kid, knowing that Madonna was going to be on my team, helped me know I need to step up my game. I need to get in with some real coaches. I had Brian Bonin come out. We were over at the Vadness Sports Center just the other night. He he had me out there. He's passing the puck pretty hard. I mean, just like, look, these guys are going to be passing at least this hard. You got to learn how to catch it. You got to know what to do with it. You got to know where to be on the ice. You can't just be out there in the middle looking around like an idiot. Everybody's going to know exactly where you're going to be before you even know that you're going to want to go there. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I had to get my head in the game a little more. I knew I had to get my legs together. I started a new a uh, new workout routine with a with a physical trainer starting in January. I'm getting my legs together. I'm getting my wrists. They already got the thing going from playing all drums and guitar <laughs> and bass and all that. You know, the, the wrists, I'm not worried about. It's the, it's the hockey intelligence. It's the upper back. It's the agility on the ice. But I'm, I'm going to start going hard right now until the game. I mean, you gotta, and you've got an extra special connection with your goaltending. Your brother is hopping in it. Are you going to start him over Backstrom? Because I don't know if, can you do that? What would your, what's your, what's your feelings no, on this? No, we're, we're going to, I mean, it, you know, there's, there's a lot involved in here. You're talking about my tone of voice as a motivator. You're talking about my tone of voice and my presence in this part of the deal is 
I got nothing to prove here. <laughs> right. So I'm looking over at cats like Joe Maurer on the other team. We're going to go skate together tomorrow morning. He's got something to prove because he's an athlete. He's known as an athlete. There is zero expectation of me coming to the table with anything because I'm a guitar player, right? Nothing to prove. But, and, and this comes from being a younger brother. I think there's a birth order thing that goes, that goes into this. I'm going to thrive as somebody who's a youngest child to just be out there. I'll talk trash. I'm used to getting beat up from talking trash. I'm used to being able to handle being the smaller one. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to thrive. As far as not starting my brother, that's my one way of getting back at him. He's playing on my team, but I'm going to start Backstrom. Also, Backstrom was in the NHL. My brother, you know, he wasn't in the NHL technically or anything. So (laughs) he plays with a lot of these cats. He's one of the emergency backup goalies for the wild. So he's not just some some slouch out there, but gotta gotta pay some respects for the alumni. I feel like everyone who's partaking in this event is not taking it personally in a way, but getting like the competitive energy, those juices are starting to flow. And I feel there's no exception with you too, with that. What are, what are those group chats like, or even like friendly chirps on social media amongst you guys? I'm, I'm going, I'm going to start going harder on cats right now. I mean, I'm, I'm letting Mark know that his team is losing and I'm going to start letting some of these pros know that I'm coming at them because they, they don't know what my hockey skill level is. They can assume that I'm nothing. But if I start really chirping at them now, they might think like, dang, maybe this guy can actually play. Mm. You know, so really, I just want to get in their heads. And, you know, if I take a couple shifts during the game, doesn't matter. What I need to do is I need to get in their heads ahead of time. I sat next to Koivu in the box at a at a game early, earlier in the season. I was talking to Koivu. I knew he was going to be on the other team. I was talking up a big game. He didn't know whether he was going to be on my team or Mark's team. I was letting him know, hey, man, if you're going to be on my team, you got nothing to worry about because I'm coming correct. He was super excited to hear that. I knew the whole time that he was on Mark's team. <laughs> I'm getting in Koivu's head, letting him know. I'm, I'm, I'll face off against anybody. I'm going to, I'm going to face off against Koivu if I have to. Yeah. It's all yeah. about intimidation. He's going to destroy me. Absolutely. But up until the split second before that puck drops, I want him questioning, am I going to look like an idiot if this guitar player beats me in the face off? That's the only thing that I have going for me in the, in, in the chirp land here. But you got something that, that really is it's the I, confidence. You yeah. got it. Yeah. I have the confidence knowing that I'm not going to deliver, but yeah. them not knowing whether I will or not. Cause it's, mm-hmm. again, I have nothing to prove. If I face off against Koivu and he wins, of course he's going to win the face off. Right. I mean, if Look, he doesn't though, even but if he does it, how embarrassing for him. And he's <laughs> going to be in his head the whole time about it. This getting into the opponent's head is very Jewel Erickson Eck of you. And I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned Mike Madano was one of your favorite players looking at the rosters for both teams. There are some names. There are some heavy hitters, uh, including on the female side. Who else are you most excited about, whether you're going to be squaring off against them or whether they're on your squad? Who else is uh, coming to the table that you're like, hell yes, let's go. It's going to be nice to see Spurgeon out there. going to be nice to see Boldy out there. Yeah. It's going to be nice to see some of these players that, played years ago players that are playing now and kind of see how they're competing with each other 
I mean, because there's a lot of alumni, incredible alumni. Koivu, I'm excited to play against Koivu. I'm excited to play with Prosser. There's so many players that it's like, oh, I'm I'm interested to see how they play nice with each other or if they're going to try to say, well, look, I still got it. Or the young cats saying, oh, hey, here's how we do it now. You might have did it, done it this way 10 years ago. Here's how we're doing. Here's the speed of the game now. I'm excited to see that. Again, hey, I'm not trying to see anybody get hurt. All right. Yeah. Mostly not like Boldy or Spurge, right? Like maybe let's eliminate that or John Merrill, Golgoski, those guys really keep them in a bubble a little bit, eh? Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I'm not, I'm not, I got nothing to prove against these guys, but I want to <laughs> see them. I want to see them in action, how they, how they're going up against the others. But yeah, there's some, there's some fun names out there that I'm going to, I'm going to hopefully be playing right next to and right against. What is the scouting report on Greg Osterdig, who is an NBA vet? He plays in adult leagues in Arizona. How is I mean, has he got some some hands on him? What's uh what's his deal? That's what I've heard. I haven't seen any tapes myself, but I'm yeah. I'm familiar with the history in the game. And as far as height, I think height is a nice intimidation factor. Yeah, they're on the ice. I think he he knows how to go hard. He knows. He's got long arms. I'm sure he's going to, and if he's playing still to this day, very athletic person, big guy, going to be able to handle himself. I'm glad to have him on my team. I, I would agree. Uh, by the way, Joe Mauer, pretty good hockey player from what I've heard, because really? that's what he does. Yeah. He plays him and like Justin Morneau, and like Parrish and stuff play during like outdoors during the winter, like once a week. I guess he's not bad. Joe Mauer was, oh, you know him. He's got all the athletics, he could play basketball, football, all of Yeah, that. but I thought he focused on baseball and football. I, I didn't know he, I mean, I knew he grew up, what, he went to Creighton, right? <laughs> yeah. Probably still paying it off. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> See what it is? I'm already going at him. <laughs> oh, I love that. Who would you, if, say, we're not going to fight, right? We might do a little jest, but if you were to drop the gloves, who would you drop the gloves with? I'm going to have to go against Mark from OAR. He's a friend. <laughs> He's, he'll be he'll forgive me first out of any of the opposing teammates. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop gloves with Mark if I have to. We're buddies. We got a gig later that night too together. So we're gonna if if we have to, we'll go at it. Yeah. Let's talk more about that event too. Following the game, how excited are you just to really tie this whole thing in together? It sounds like there was some hockey roots, uh, just a love of the game early on for you personally to be a part of this, and then to cap it off doing what you love doing right now. Yeah, it's a wonderful weekend to be a part of, you know, helping the Minnesota Wild Foundation raise money for charity to use the talents that I have, the gifts that I've been given, which are not necessarily in the athletic department. <laughs> I've got some, okay? I, I can be athletic, but it was very obvious early on. My brother was the one with more of the athletic genes. I was the one with the musical side of things. I decided to to hone in on my strengths. Music is where I, I live in my strengths. To be able to use that for good and for charity, for the for some local charities also that we're uh, donating a lot of most of this money to, and the Minnesota Wild Foundation, it's just a really fun thing to be a part of. To be a part of the hockey thing, where ev those people are using their gifts and talents for good and coming together for charity, and then to have them come be a part of the the concert at the end of the evening is going to be great as well. And I think it's just going to be a really wonderful community event something that hopefully hockey and music fans will be able to find that crossover in the Venn diagram and, and really come together for something special. 
I mean, I was just going to say, that's kind of what I would conclude on sports and music just go together, right? Like the highlight reels, the energy. And I had asked Mark what their OAR song might be. Do you have a particular song that you would love to hear as a wild goal song at Minnesota Wild Games? Or what would your own personal goal Mm. song be, whether it's one of your own or somebody else's? I've got a song called Let's Go. Yes. It's a hype one. That one would be great. Let's go, or uh, there's a tune called Jax, J-A-X. That would be a nice little, that's more, uh, actually, that's not a goal song. That's more of, we're, pressure's on, it's a power play song. Okay, Mm -hmm. I like that. You got to get the special teams going. Maybe it would help the Minnesota Wilds power play for a change. Be nice. Sometimes, see, we throw digs too. Yeah, I like that. I like that. We throw jabs. Uh, Well, Corey, again, remind people where they can purchase tickets, when the weekend is going on, and where they can follow along with you. Because you're not, you've got this going on, but I saw you have quite the the tour going on this summer as well. You're going to Hawaii for how long? Yeah, well, tomorrow I leave. I'm going, I have three shows at Bonnaroo Festival. Nice. It's going to be great. Fun festival. Then we go to Europe for a couple weeks. Then we go to Japan for Fuji Rock, and then I have a residency in Hawaii for a week, which will be great. Yeah. If you need anyone to help carry equipment, um, me and Jesse, we can take that upon ourselves to tag yeah. along and help yep. you out. Really, we're there for you. Okay. Right. We might we might have to take you up on that. Exactly. Just you let us you let us know we are there. If you need help learning how to play hockey as well, we could do that with you. Um, we're not very tomorrow good. morning. We're going out to Tria. We're going to be there. We're <laughs> working out. Me versus Mauer on the ice. We're already getting a 1v1 going. You know, that's that's dedication right there. Uh, But yes. The event is going to be, so it's a a full weekend event on Friday, July 7th, I believe is the date. There's going to be an event at the Pantages Theater. And then on July 8th, that's Saturday midday, there is the game at Tria Rink. And then in the evening, there's a concert at the Armory. Myself, Corey Wong, and OAR are playing a concert there and a bunch of the people that are involved in the game are also coming out. And I even, I even told Koivu, if I beat him in a face-off, he has to come play drums on stage. Yes. This, this is, that would be so good. Can you, will you make him smile while he does it as well? I don't know if I can do that. Mm, but... Tough, tough call. <laughs> It'll be, that's the, that's the, that's the real win right there, Corey. If we get Miko to smile. It's uh, it's quite the scene. He's, you know, he's supposed to. He thinks he's the funniest player in the on the team. True story. Andrew Brunette said that he used to think that he was the funniest guy in the room, and everybody was like, "What? What? No." We'll Love, put that theory us. to the test that that week. Exactly. Well, Corey, thank you so much. Cannot wait to check it out again. The crazy game of hockey, July seventh and eighth. Make sure you pick up tickets to watch the charity game. Plus, go check out Corey and OAR. Uh, some great music going on. Just going to be a fun weekend of hockey. It's summertime. Let's go. Let's enjoy it. Uh, thanks for joining and chatting with us, Corey. Thanks for having me. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. We're back. What a, what a guy. Or he just, I just want to hang out with him too. I love meeting people and be like, let's just hang out. Like we just could be friends. Let's be friends. I'm trying. I don't want more friends in my life because I think at my age is that, I know that sounds terrible, but I've found this more and more often. Like I'm good. I'm solid with my group of friends. It's exhausting to make new friends and then like have to go through the whole thing, but I could do like a hang with Corey and his crew. He seems great. He seems like a guy that you could have beers with. I don't yeah. know. 
I I feel you like you have your core group of friends. Yeah. I feel there's always room for more people. Mm-hmm. Quality you're lucky people. To have, you're lucky you don't to have want snuck in there. Huh? I said you're lucky to have snuck into that group. Yeah. Mostly yeah, because I, I never forced my way in as well. You did. I don't ever want to do anything. So when you have new friends, you have to re-explain that you don't want to do. Th- I mean, I do want to do things. I'm always doing things, but I don't. Like, you know, if someone's like, hey, let's go do happy hour on Thursday. You have to get me in like the right time mind. Like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. And then if an hour passes, I'll also be like, nah, never mind. Like, I got to get in and get out. I, you don't hmm. believe me. You, I, you're giving me a look like that's not. That's because I feel you live a very active lifestyle. Like you're always doing something. I mean, this is true. But usually with the kids, because it just it saves both all of our sanities. Like after we're done yeah. recording, I promise we could go to an indoor playground. I don't want to go to an indoor oh. playground. I know. Yeah, but then you have fun when you're there. It's getting there. Once you're there, you're good. Fun. They, I'll just sit there and just hang out, you know, hmm. probably do a little churning. You're going to have some fun this weekend. You ready for, oh, go ahead. I wasn't going to um, bring it up. I was going to bring go. it up because yeah. I'm literally going to be the most insufferable person to be around or talk to this entire week. And I would tell you, I'm sorry, but I'm really not sorry. No. Um, and I'm probably going to be the most insufferable person, even the weeks after like my boss at work. I told him, I was like, Friday, I, well, no, this was literally my conversation with him. It was like Thursday. I need to prepare Friday, I might go stand outside U.S. Bank, like not even in the concert, but just like trying to hear the concert from the outside. Then Saturday, it's showtime. It's go time. We're doing the thing. Seven and a half months in the making, we're seeing Taylor Swift. And then Sunday, it's like I need the day to cry, just like post-concert depression. Then even the days after, I don't know how long that's going to last for. So that literally was my conversation with my boss. And he's like, perfect here's five days in a row off like monday i scheduled you are you gonna want to come in on monday probably not but (laughs) i mean that's a loaded question in general nobody wants to go in and work on a monday true and i also just clocked in 12 hours yesterday so so when you guys see me if you watch the youtube version of the show or if you're listening i'm gonna be a changed woman next week's podcast because i will have lived to see the taylor swift next week's podcast again releasing on tuesdays from here on out we love it just i'm excited for that i'm excited it'll go throughout the season too no more tiptoeing around what might happen praying to god Mm. nobody gets hurt over the weekend games it's just it's it's smoother it's nice and you know i will let you all know if i see jonas brodeen at the eras tour i was gonna ask i he won't because he's like over in sweden but is he i think so it he's yeah i think so but do you think you see matt boldy is he a Swifty? No, maybe he's not. Maybe I, I think I've actually asked him though, and he said no. So actually, you're right. He like, I believe seems I've very much that. like he's like no. Marcus Foligno, I could see him there. Yeah, I could see like a couple of the guys and their wives going to check it out. Right? Yeah. I mean, unlike Joe Burrow, who's like, I might stop by, might go by. He lost some points with me on that one. I'm not gonna lie, and oh. I love Joe Burrow. I mean, Aaron um, Rodgers went to the concert with Miles Teller. <laughs> Literally, this is a hot take. There's always been something about Aaron Rodgers like I've loved. And I was a little questionable in like his really unhinged year where like he's on the Pat McAfee show with his foot on the desk, like yeah. barefoot. Yeah. And everyone was like, what was that about? Um, but no, especially when I saw him at the Eras tour in New York, I was like, Aaron, I always knew you had that in you. Did you? I mean, now I he's honestly, not a Packer, yeah. So like I, I, I put this call out. 
to people last week on my Twitter whether I could admit that Aaron Rodgers is an attractive male because I never really saw it, but like lately in the pictures lately and I, cause I'm getting older. So I find older men attractive, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's a good, now that he's not for the Packers. I don't feel so guilty when he grooms himself. He's yeah. a very attractive human. Yeah. When he's not going, otherwise with his on. long hair, he looked like the front man of Creed. True. Fair. Or Nick cage. Mm, Creed okay. in his white tank top. Literally Nicholas cage and Connor. Have you never seen that movie, have you? Okay, well, then Nicolas Cage also looks like the front man of Creed. <laughs> like, <laughs> We will wrap this up again. Thank you to Talk North for featuring us on their network, to Livia. I'm feeling svelte, you guys. I am down over 20 pounds, which I am thrilled about. I know. It's been a lot of work. Thank you. Thank you. It's been I just quite a bit want to be able to drink a beer with you again. <laughs> I know. Like, well, Yeah, we'll figure it out. I had a piece of pizza over the weekend and it was glorious. But it was Life's one of those about balance where I was like, you know, what? I don't need I don't need it, though. You know, like my I was like, yeah, it was good. It was great. But it, it was because it was from International Falls Border Bar Pizza. Border Bar come sponsor us because your pizza is so greasy and so good. And it's amazing. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Livia again. Be sure to pay attention to their latest deal starting June 21st. Uh, Mention Jesse Pierce and the Bar Down Beauties. Soda Stick, we love them. Code Bar Down Beauties. 15% off all purchases. Royal Credit Union. Less fee, more free. Jim Beam. Bust it out around the bonfire. Bring it out on the boat. It's a good, you can make some good summer cocktails, summer toddies, if you will. Uh, Enjoy that. And uh, thank you to all of you. Comment, rate, subscribe, share. Again, Tuesday releases from here on out. You're all beauties. We love ya. We'll see you next week. Bye. This podcast is made possible due to listeners like you. Thank you.